Welcome to the Community Corner, the podcast powered by Bevy. I'm your host, Beth McIntyre. In this show, I interview community builders from all spaces in the industry. Stay tuned for actionable strategies to learn and community stories to love, all in 15 minutes. In this very special episode of the Community Corner, we're turning the tables. To celebrate the podcast's one-year anniversary, I've invited my teammate, Kari Dreher, Senior Product Marketing Manager at Bevy, to interview me. Kari is on the team who makes the podcast magic happen, and I'm thrilled to have him join me for this conversation. Hello, everyone. My name is Kari Dreher, and I'm a Senior Product Marketing Manager over at Bevy. And I'm so excited to introduce our next guest, who may be familiar to a lot of folks at the Community Corner. Beth McIntyre, who is our fearless host for quite a bit of time, actually. So for this episode, Beth will talk about Community Corner, lessons learned, also where Community Corner is heading next. So I will go ahead and kick us off. So Beth, one, is it weird being on the opposite end? It is a little weird, but I'm also really excited about it. I'm also excited. For someone who has poured so much love consistently into this what started off as a you know a passion project and has now turned into such a beautiful community of community managers sharing all of their tips. It's just beautiful to see your perspective on the other end. So could you kick us off with what you do in your role at Bevy? Yeah. Okay. So at Bevy, I'm the Senior Community Programs Manager. I oversee all of our community programs for our community of community professionals called CMX. I use the word community like a hundred times a day in my day-to-day world. And I run our online community spaces, our distributed events community called CMX Connect. I oversee our awards programs. I oversee our training and education programs. So I kind of have my hands in like everything and I wouldn't have it any other way. Absolutely. And you do it with so much grace as well. So it's always been a pleasure to learn from you in that regard. But that being said, how has the community building industry changed over the course of the Community Corner? Any surprises along the way? Yeah. So it was actually, well, it was a year ago that I inherited this podcast from its previous host, Derek Anderson. So I think I can definitely see some changes that have happened in the last year. The C2C podcast, as it was known, really focused on what is community? Why is community important? you know, why should businesses be building community? I think over the course of the last year, I've seen this shift because the world now knows why community is important. More and more companies are starting to see that community is the future of business. They know that they should be building community, but they don't know how. So I feel the shift has kind of come from the theoretical idea of community into this practical how do you actually build community? Over the last year, I've had the distinct pleasure of talking to a lot of different community professionals from all industries, all walks of life, building all types of communities and really get to be, you know, on the ground floor or in the trenches, so to speak, of that tactical day-to-day How do you build engagement? How do you track success? How do you measure the success of what you're doing and prove the value of your community? So I would say the shift has been from that theoretical to the practical. I love that. It really hits on why community and now in that, you know, how are we going to build and what, you know, metrics of success we're really using. And so related to it, 
Um, what has been your single biggest community-related insight in the past year of the Community Corner? I mean, that's so hard because, like I said, every guest has had such a different story, such a different experience. I think I'm going to pick two. So <laughs> just because <laughs> I can. <laughs> so I would say number one, the biggest thing that I've realized is imposter syndrome is really rampant in this industry. And I think I know why. It's because there's no direct path to community management. You know, you go to school for nursing, you learn nursing, and then you become a nurse. And that's your job. You know, even in other organizations or career paths, you know, you go to school for marketing, and then you become a marketer. And now you're in marketing. Whereas community, nobody's walking around with a degree in community building or community management. You know, there are a lot of people who went to theater school. <laughs> There's a lot of people who went into product management. There's a lot of people who have degrees in history or English who are also really good at building relationships. So they kind of stumbled into this industry and have become a community builder. So I think the only thing that we all have in common is that none of our paths are the same. And so the imposter syndrome is real because, because of that. There is no science behind community building. We all feel like we're kind of making it up as we go. So that's the number one thing that I've realized. I'm kind of trying to make it my personal mission to end imposter syndrome in the community industry. You know, at CMX, we're building programs. We have our online discussion spaces and giving people room to connect with each other, to share advice and share their experiences. We have had a couple of different community professionals come into our space in the, you know, random channel or the professional development channel and just really transparently say, I had a really rough meeting at work today. It was hard to prove the value. And it's so nice to know that there's 10,000 other community professionals in the CMX space who know how I feel right now. So that's one thing that I've really noticed this last year and something that I'm really trying to work on and help people with. The other thing <laughs> I will say is the other thing that we all have in common and the one of the biggest kind of insights I got is the wearing of two hats. The, you know, we wear one hat where we're an emotional relationship builder and we drive connections and we build meaningful relationships. And then the other hat we wear is prove the value of our community, is driving ROI, is driving leads or sales or that like dollar, the dollar sign part of our job. And it can be really tricky to do both of these things organically and to feel good about doing both, to be transparent with your community when, you know, your community is there to drive sales, being transparent about those goals, but then also still be building those kind of meaningful relationships. So that's something we have in common, all of us as community professionals, both hats are equally important. And again, I'm hoping that at CMX, we can start to really build on training people how to do both and how to wear both hats organically and feel comfortable and do both well. I love that so much, Bev. I often characterize community builders as associative thinkers because of so much diverse experiences. Uniquely, community builders are able to solve so many different problems because they've just really experienced it all. But to your point, that path can sometimes, you know, lend 
lend itself to imposter syndrome. And so I also love the transparency of, hey, you know what? Today was not great, but you also have a room of a thousand plus folks that also can raise their hands virtually or in person and say, yep, same. And like, let's talk about it. So I love that. And I also love that that's your personal mission as well. Well, I think, you know, when community professionals talk about imposter syndrome, it's obviously easier said than done. But my advice and the thing that I try to do is when you walk into a room, pretend (laughs) or know that you know the most about the community of anybody in that room. You know the most about building the relationships. You know about the people. You know the most about the values and what drives your members to engage. So that knowledge, you are coming to the table knowing more than anybody else in the room about the people that you're building your community for. I know that that perspective has really helped me walk into meetings with different people knowing like I know the CMX community better than anybody. And so that has really helped me with my my imposter syndrome as well. Agreed. And um, also it just creates a space, right, for other folks to lean in and learn. So you're kind of like the, the community lighthouse in a way. I know a lot of cheesy platitudes, but it's so important. Okay, now I want to have a meme of a lighthouse with just my face on the top. I am the community lighthouse. <laughs> We're making a call out if anyone wants to. <laughs> it's going to be a, a quick retweet, I promise. <laughs> Next question, um, and it pro- just really relates to the future, right, of the community corner. So as you mentioned, um, you inherited you know, community corner, and it has grown tremendously. And we see it in terms of the diversity of our guests. We see it in terms of just ultimately the conversations, which is so important that are coming from the podcast itself. And so what does the future look like for you as a host and as a podcast? Well, I will say the future of the community industry will definitely help shape the future of this podcast. I think right now we're at this we're at this place where, you know, community has become a buzzword. And even the phrase community has become a buzzword has kind of become a buzzword (laughs) itself. (laughs) But, you know, how do we now as professionals who are building this industry, advocating for this industry, growing ourselves within this industry, how do we make sure that we're building sustainably so that the community industry isn't just a flash in the pan? it isn't just a buzzword that it's going to continue. You know, we say we're all on the path for this, the CCO, the chief community officer, but my path, and I feel like the path that we are really on is how do we make it so that in the future, when you go to a dinner party and someone says, what do you do for work? And you say, I build community. They'll know (laughs) the same way they know. If you say I'm in marketing or I'm in sales, they'll understand, Oh, they're in community because this is an industry that's here to stay. So that's kind of my, that's where I think the industry is going is this. How do we build sustainably? How do we make sure that we're here to stay? And those are the kinds of conversations I want to keep having is, Not just how do you build a community, but how do you build community that's going to last? How do you build community that's going to outlast you and outlast your team and continue on, you know, for the long haul? Agreed. And and I also just love that aspect of sustainability because ultimately the community builder is not the end all be all, right? A thriving community needs to have like legs and be able to grow like, you know, on its own. And so the other thing that I just really enjoy about you is that you're always learning and you're always learning with humility. 
And so my last question for you is, if you have a community professional, or perhaps even just a community that inspires you to innovate, to push yourself, or just really just rethink how you build community? I think, well, I mean, the question that I always ask guests is who is a community builder you'd love to grab lunch with? And I think that this question, you know, who inspires you? What community do you look up to? There's so many. And I have the, you know, the privilege to find the people that I want to learn from and talk to and use this podcast as an excuse to, you know, dig through their brain and use their experiences and take their advice. I will also say what after podcast conversations, when we hit the stop record button, I'm always like, okay, dive into that for me. Like I'm running this program. What do you think about this? So that's when I selfishly get more advice from communities and community builders that I'm inspired by. But I will say dreaming big, let's celebrate the community corner podcast one year anniversary with Beth McIntyre. I want to talk to Lady Gaga. I want to hear like, I want to hear about (laughs) the little monsters. This is some like everyone has fans. All Rihanna has fans. Beyonce has fans. She's got the beehive. Like there's so many fans out there, but somehow Lady Gaga has created this identity that surrounds the people who like her music. And they, they identify as that these little monsters and sustainable because Back when Lady Gaga wore a meat dress to an awards show, that was like, okay, we're little monsters. And now she's winning Oscars and the little monsters are still by her side. Like it's this, the most sustainable community around one person and one, you know, value that I just think is so cool. So Lady Gaga, if you're listening, I would love to talk to you on the Community Corner podcast. (laughs) No, we'll make it happen somehow. I agreed. I was there for So You Think You Can Dance um, for her first live performance, and we're still we're still going for for it all. So you're a little monster. I am a little monster. Yeah, Beth. Seriously, this I say this often, but just the love that you bring to the community space—it's felt, it's tangible, it's palpable—and I just we appreciate you so much for one, just curating such an amazing uh, group of folks thoughtful interactions, incredible questions, and ultimately bringing out so many different insights, tactics, and just honestly, just strategies that folks just don't hear often enough. And so uh, happy one year anniversary and also happy many more to come. Thank you so much, Kari. It's such a pleasure to have you interview me. It's I wouldn't have had it any other way to be sitting in this seat to have you interview me. So thank you for all the work that you've done as well to help us grow and find amazing guests and help me write questions. And it's just been so fun. I also can't wait for all the years in our future. Agreed. Thank you so much for listening. If you liked the show, please leave a review on Apple Podcasts. If you'd like to learn more about how to create your own community, go to pod.bevy.com. That's pod.bevy.com. This is the Community Corner, and I'm Beth McIntyre. 